Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. And let's talk about what lessons have found. Let's hang out. And let's listen to two lesbians shout. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. Welcome back to Let's Hang Out, a podcast for anyone who's growing a little embryo of an idea. Of an idea, oh, guys. Totally, of a, uh, just right? an idea. From the East Coast, I'm Ellie Brigida. And from the West Coast, I'm Lee Holmes Foster. And here's what's happening this week. This week in the Lesdom. This week in the Lesdom is a place where we can touch base about things happening with the podcast and otherwise. And because this is our Clexicon episode, we wanted to just talk about our Clexicon live show, let you know the audio will be coming out. We did have some minor technical difficulties with the audio, but we are going to be releasing it because we want to make sure you can hear it. So we're excited for you all to hear it. I promise I did my best. (laughs) Yes, bear with us through the audio. The episode was amazing and it will not be quite as high quality as our episodes usually are, but... Still worth it. Still amazing. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about some of what happened in this episode, uh, but that's coming up, so stay tuned. Yes. There's another thing that I am super excited about, and they are called Les Hangouts. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. I honestly, I thought of this idea and was like, you know, let me just throw it out into the universe. And I just want to say thank you to all of you because I was like, you know, maybe we'll do one in Boston. Lee could do a little one in San Francisco. No, we have had 11 volunteers in one day to organize their own meetups in different cities across the United States, Canada, and Australia. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's bonkers. It's, it's absolutely crazy. really crazy. For those of you who don't know what a Les Hangout is, we are trying to put together some smaller events for, I was inspired by our weekend soiree episode where we talked to Mary Fuller and she was saying, you know what, if you want to have small lesbian events, l- gay yoga, gay movie outings, just do it yourself. And I was like, well, brilliant. <laughs> Let's do it ourselves. <laughs> so we want this to be a place for people who maybe don't want to go out every night drinking or go to those crowded gay clubs to have a space to just hang out with queer people. So we're going to be having hangouts in Pittsburgh, Boston, the San Francisco Bay Area, Seattle, Denver, Milwaukee, New London, Connecticut, Duluth, Minnesota, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, Ottawa, Canada, and Sydney, Australia. If you live in any of those places, please get in touch with us on Facebook and we will add you to those Facebook groups so you know when they're happening. We also are working on booking some more live shows. So not only do we want you all to hang out with each other, we want to hang out with you too. So we're working on it. We're trying to get some more dates lined up. Um, We do have a a little bit of a timetable while we prep for our next summer hiatus because my wife and I can't stop having babies, apparently. So (laughs) we're, we're trying to get some dates lined up, but we are trying to make it happen and we're hoping we can have another live show soon. Yes. Speaking of live shows, our live show at Clexicon, like I said, was amazing. We want to thank everyone who came to see us. It was so much fun. 
And especially Amber Benson and Kia Barnes, of course. Yes. Oh, my God. That's what's happening this week. Back to you, Ellie and Lee. Thanks, Ellie and Lee. And here is our special episode to recap our weekend at Clexicon 2019. So for those of you who are not familiar with Clexicon at this point, this is probably your first episode listening to us ever, so welcome. <laughs> uh, and Clexicon just took place a few short weeks ago. It was in Vegas. It was the fourth overall Clexicon, although the third one in Vegas. There's also the London Clexicon. And it is a weekend that is sort of devoted to, and a convention devoted to, queer female representation, uh, LGBT representation in the media. And it was our second year there. We had an amazing time. Yes. We want to preface the recap that we are going to give that obviously there is a lot going on with Clexicon right now. We know that there's a lot of attendee response. There's a lot of that I know we know the Clexicon organizers have posted a response as well, addressing some of the issues. And we certainly will not say that our experience was issue free, for sure. We had a wonderful time. And we do want to be very upfront and say that we are certainly aware, as we always are when we do this podcast, that Ellie and I both are cis white lesbians, which um, within the queer community, and I think especially in the context of a space like Clexicon, is probably the most privileged group that you can belong to. And we are we are very much aware of that. So we didn't personally experience some of the things that people have been sharing feedback on. We do not want to discount those experiences at all. And we certainly are always interested in, you know, hearing more about that or having, you know, if people have different experiences, we value that. And we really want to make sure that it's clear that we're not trying to discount those experiences yes we do not want to discount they those are 100 valid but for the purpose of this episode we are going to be talking about our experience and mostly our positive experience yes Clexicon is is an event that we do have really strong feelings about we really think it can and should be a really positive and really safe space for our community and that's what we want to see it continue to strive for and our perspective is the most that we can do is to try to at least be a force for positive change ourselves. Um, and so if there is anything that we can do that we can be more aware of moving forward into future years, that's where we're going to try to come at it from. And that's why we're trying to do things like Les Hangouts and try to bring our own our own spaces to life and do what we can at least to hear those concerns and try to address them with the very, very limited amount of, you know, reach or uh, effect that we can have. So yes, with that, let's talk about our week. I say weekend. It's pretty much a week. Yeah, it's Clexicon. a long, it's a, it's a lifetime. It is. <laughs> and I will say <laughs> I had been traveling from the beginning of April to the end of Clexicon. <laughs> yeah. So this year, while it was wonderful, I feel like a year has really aged me. <laughs> and I was I think very Ellie tired. actually left Clexicon by just clicking her little heels together saying, there's no place like home. Yeah. There's no place like yeah. home. Yeah, but it's okay. We had a wonderful <laughs> time. So we each picked our top three moments for the weekend, and we want to share them with all of you. And I'm going to start, and I want 
to give a special shout out because it was our second year doing it. So if any of you came to Clexicon last year, Clexicon 2018, we did a podcasting panel for the first time. It was kind of our first time doing a panel in general. And we had a great time, but also learned a lot. And so we came back this year with some new panelists with us. We had Coming Out Pod, Lauren and Nicole joined us. Some of you might remember that Nicole attended our podcasting panel last year in preparation for launching Coming Out Pod. Yep. Um, and so we were super, super excited to have them join us in now their first year of launching this kick-ass podcast that they have. And it was so great. We also had Carly from Fact and Science Fiction Podcast, which I know for any of you who were at the panel, I said it then and I will say it again, is I honestly am just blown away by people who can solo run and host their own podcasts. It is amazing to me. I just don't think I could ever do that. It's yeah. so much work and it's so much work to do without the the kind of built-in support system of a co-host. And so it was just really great to have, you know, a lot of different sides of things, different experiences, get some more insight into how other people's podcasting lives look. And we hope it had some cool information for people. We tried to, to be a little bit more pulled together this year. Yes. Lee had a beautiful <laughs> slideshow all ready slides. to go. It was amazing. And if you didn't get to attend our podcasting panel, or if you were there and you want to start your own podcast, feel free to email us with any of your questions. We we help Lauren and Nicole like every other week with some <laughs> with some new. We should start charging, right? right? Like consulting fees. Yeah, podcast consulting. We are we're we'll going to be charging. They have sponsors now. Come on. Yeah. But if you do have any questions. We're more than happy to help. We want to hear more voices out there, which is the biggest point of our panel. Another amazing part of the weekend, which is exactly the same as last year's point, is meeting all of you. I can't say this enough. It is so exciting to meet all of you. I feel like, obviously, Lee and I have have grown a lot <laughs> as a show, as as people, no, but <laughs> since last year, and so I feel like the crazy thing about meeting people, which is gonna, this is maybe gonna sound weird, but whatever, people treat us like celebrities sometimes. Yeah, way more than they should. And I'm just like, why? <laughs> <laughs> Not why, that sounds bad, but of course, like, we do something cool. We're pretty cool, but... <laughs> this is Ellie's humble brag. This is moment. my humble brag of like we're celebrity. No, but I just want to say is like not. to anyone really who there were so many people who, for example, Jen, love you, Jen. Nice to meet you. <laughs> she was hanging around trying to say hi to me for like ten minutes, and I like didn't realize because I'm like. I'm like, oh, like, this is a girl who's friends with someone else. Like, it doesn't click in my brain that this person is coming to talk to us. So I just want to say, if you see us anywhere and you're like, oh, my God, I can't talk to them. Like, know that I want to talk to you. Like, yes. it makes my year to talk to you. It's also – the thing that I think is really different for us is – I, we forget because we obviously we know we're doing this because people listen to it. But when we record these, it's just Ellie and I sitting and chatting with with an, an awareness of the context. But it's mostly just us hanging out, you know, and what's interesting is we don't 
have the the counter experience when people listen to us you all listen and you get to hang out with us all the time and you hear our stories and you hear about our lives and you hear about our thoughts and it creates this familiarity that we don't get to have until you until we meet you and we want to meet you we want to have that and so yeah please 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 do not ever a think that we are celebrities because we're, we're really not or b worry about you know coming up to talk to us it's such a beautiful experience for us to finally get to meet the people who who listen to us and who make this possible for us. Um, it's just crazy because it's really hard to explain how much of a vacuum uh, podcasting is. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and unless you see us sitting here, I'm in my bedroom and Lee's in her garage. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, we, it's, yeah, it's, it's so nice same. to actually ha- see the person who is on the other side of the microphone it's or so great. Uh, the headphones. You know, so obviously we have some people that that we got to see again, um, people that we met last year and that we were super, super excited to get to see and spend some time with again. So obviously our faves, Amy and Ellen, who recapped our photo with them in the shirts that we signed last year, which just made us both want to cry for the rest of the night. Yes. <laughs> Ariel, we got to hang out with a little bit again. And, and also Amanda, our booth, we're going to talk about everyone who manned the booth later. Catherine, it was so, so great to see Catherine and her now fiance, Krista. So congrats, you two. So exciting. I got to talk to them, just walking around with them for a few minutes in the artist alley was just so nice. It's just so great to see people that we've seen many, many times before. Also, a huge shout out to Bailey because (laughs) she had on a Les Tank the rainbow les tank the same time that i had mine on which was very serendipitous it was amazing it was, it was perfect yeah <laughs> we also of course need to thank all the people who manned our booth we got a booth this year so this year was crazy we did so many things we had a booth with some merch and a and a banner that had our faces on it crazy <laughs> and we want to thank all of our booth volunteers zet kristen and hannah katie and marissa sammy walsh amy and alan tiffany ariel manned the booth I hope we're not forgetting anybody. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that is everyone. A few people did multiple shifts because they were yes. amazing. Wanted to also give a shout out to some of our patrons that we saw there. Nikki, Melton, who lives in Las Vegas. So that was pretty cool. And some new friends. Julie Joyce is the cutest. Her Facebook profile picture is her in front of a big rainbow flag. Love it. Yes. Stephanie Gerber, who was another one of them who... Felt weird asking for a picture. We're happy you took a picture with us. And <laughs> Jen Cerullo, we got to chat a little bit about NASA. It was awesome. I also met someone who drives eight hours a day for work and listens to us the whole time. <laughs> That's insane. We also have to give a huge shout out to Elizabeth, who responded to our Twitter SOS call for someone to bring us a guitar. And she not only brought us a guitar, but brought us the most beautiful guitar. It was blue. It was gorgeous. You'll hear a little bit about why we needed it later on, but that was just incredible that someone actually just drove us a guitar and let us borrow it for like a whole weekend. So thank you so much. It was wonderful. Uh, The next thing that I want to shout out was obviously the live show because it was incredible. I cannot, there are, I am just, let me just sit here and flail wildly for the next five minutes in an attempt to try to explain how amazing our live show was. We cannot believe, A, we just had the two best guests to come on with us. 
Amber and Kia both were so, so delightful and so, so funny. And we just had the best time with both of them talking about things that should have been gay. My favorite part of the live show was when (laughs) Amber Benson walked into the room in overalls. Um, And I walk up to her and I'm like, hi, Amber. So nice to meet you. Handshake. Lee's like, I'm just going to give you a hug. And I was like, God. You think I was going to pass up the opportunity to give Amber Benson a hug? I know. And I was like, God damn it. Not my life. I was like, why'd I go for the handshake? It's too late. Nope. Not a chance. I had one shot and I I am not throwing away my shot. Damn it. (laughs) Beautiful Hamilton reference. Thank you, Lee. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, Yeah, it was just great. And there were so many people there. I could not believe that the tiny little room was packed. We were just blown away by all of the support. And it's just, it's crazy. It's so crazy. You have no idea how different it is to have people there to have feedback, to get to look out and make eye contact with the people that we know listen to us. And it's just, it feels like nothing. There's nothing else like that. It was so great. So thank you so much to everyone who came. Uh, Sorry that the room was tiny and a million degrees. (laughs) But you are all amazing. Yes. We hope we made it worth your while, because if nothing else, we had a grand old time. Another favorite part of the live show, which actually happened after after Klexicon was done... We tweeted about the show, and two of our listeners, Tiffany and Bailey, were two of our favorite <laughs> listeners, <laughs> were just started like flirting with each other on this thread and didn't realize they were sitting there. They talk all the time on Twitter, did not realize they were sitting next to each other at the live show. Well, I think they just realized who each other was afterwards. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Which is so, amazing. I, yeah. We have a picture of them sitting next to each other at the live show. It was pretty hysterical and literally not knowing that they're twitter best friends so yeah that was great perfect another one of my favorite moments was the film festival i didn't get a chance last year to really go to the film festival i'm pretty sure it was an extra it was an extra on the ticket this year it was included in our passes i went for the web series night because you know i love a good gay web series (laughs) who doesn't There were some really awesome web series shown there, but my all-time favorite was Biffle. Mandala Rose is in it. It was so good. You know, like, sometimes with a web series, you love it, but you forgive it being not the highest quality, (laughs) you know, because you realize it's a web series. This was, like, very well made incredibly acted, super funny. So many different identities were represented. Mandala's character was asexual, which I feel like we very rarely get to see asexual characters on screen. But yeah, I just really loved that. Passage was also there. Super cool. Passage was actually the idea of the creator last year at Klexicon. Since last year, they created this whole series starring Nicole Payson, love her, and Mandala's in it as well because Mandala was literally everywhere. Girl is really killing it. (laughs) So that was really fun. I just, there's nothing more exciting than watching gay content in a room with all of these queer people. Yeah. Also, I just, Web series are killing it these days. Yeah. I mean, I feel like so much of the best content that we have out there 
uh, is coming in the form of web series. And so, yeah, it's just, it's really exciting to see things taken off. Yeah. And that is one of the things that I want to see more of next year in terms of featured guests and main panelists. I would love to see more people from web series because those are the queer people who are making yeah. queer content that is, and it's killer. It's not yeah. just like something filmed in someone's backyard anymore. Like they are making really, really high quality content for us. And yet they're somehow still making it on like shoestring budgets and it is, they're just putting their heart and soul into these things. So yeah, I, we both would just love to see a lot more presence and support of all these people because they're amazing. So don't miss out on these web series. There's a lot happening. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Everyone, another thing that I want to talk about, just because it was a highlight of my weekend, was hosting the Mother Queerist panel on queer parenting in the media. I first of all want to say just a huge, huge thank you to Tracy from Let's Watch TV, who invited me to moderate the panel for them. It was such a joy and a really great opportunity, and I had so much fun listening to all of these amazing parents who are a little farther along than I am in the parenting journey. Did it make you feel like you can do it, Lee? <laughs> they just they're they just have such great insight and so, you know so much to share. It was just great and they are hysterical. They all got together leading up to the panel and decided that they wanted to have snacks as the mom crew. So they showed up to a parenting panel with cheddar bunnies. We had juice boxes. We had airheads. It was, they literally had things like placed out on every single seat. It was great. So they are just a delight. They are wonderful, wonderful moms. And I hope that anyone who came to the panel had a good time because I sure did getting to hear about how there's no good queer parenting rep. That was the main takeaway. (laughs) 
Yeah, I was curious because I actually didn't get to attend that panel. What queer rep did you talk about on TV, The Fosters? Well, so yeah, we talked about a couple things. We talked about everything from Friends to The Fosters to The Shy to 911 to The Kids Are All Right to lots of different things. Um, And the main takeaway of all of them is there's just not really any good queer parenting rep out there. So what would you want to see as what is good queer parenting rep? I think for one thing, it would look a little bit more realistic to a lot of our journeys. Um, So I think there's still a lot of misconceptions and stereotypes around how how queer people and especially queer women start families. Um, The role of donors and or how you acquire sperm in those families. And there's just not a lot of representation in general. So it, I think queer parenting representation is falling into a lot of the same problems that, you know, really early queer rep in general had, which is if you only have two queer people on TV, they just cannot possibly represent all of the different stories that are out there in the community. And so there's a lot of problems with that as well, that, you know, there's just a lot of room to explore and it's not really being explored. And there's so many ways that you could, you know, write those characters and include them and grow them and have them be really fully fleshed out people that it's just not not necessarily being done yet. So... Interesting. Um, And I think an important takeaway is that, you know, we talked a lot about how it's important for us as queer people to have representation. um, And we're adults. But, you know, it's even more important for our kids who just have very, very little opportunity to see themselves on screen. And they're children and they really need that representation and they really need to have something to uh, see themselves reflected in. So um, I think it's a really important topic. It's something that certainly I care a lot about. uh, And so I'm hoping that that will, you know, spark some discussion or give people ideas. I know there there were literally people in the back, like, taking notes on what we'd like to see more of. And so I'm hoping some of those ideas, you know, grow into something. That's amazing. That's the point in our episode where I start tearing up. We're good. Everything's good. <laughs> There's <laughs> always one, Ellie. to see herself represented. <laughs> I do, too. Especially because she's so darn cute. So she should. She should. She should be represented. Yes. Our next thing that I want to talk about is <laughs> our favorite live watch party, which is our first live watch party yes. with real people. And no, not great. saying that you aren't real if you're on an online chat. <laughs> that sounds bad. You're all real to us. Yeah, with people in the same room as us. It's probably the first time Lee and I have been in the same room for a watch party. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. So we had a watch party for the favorite in my hotel room, we had some <laughs> slight technical difficulties. Okay, we didn't have some slight technical difficulties. We were very prepared, and the Tropicana just ruined all of our plans. Yes. So if you think you can bring an HDMI cord and use the TVs at the Tropicana, you can't. fun fact, you cannot. Yep. So we tried to hook it up to the TV. <laughs> didn't end up being able to hook it up to the TV. One of our patrons... So Tiffany, Amy and Ellen, and Sammy Walsh were all there with us. Sammy went back to her hotel room, got her large laptop. Yes. We set up the movie on her big laptop, which is still a laptop. (laughs) Amy and Ellen brought pizza. Like, I literally felt like... We were at like an old, like a high school slumber party. Did I, that was high school. I did that night so many times in high school. Yeah. It was, it was great. Yeah. So it was great. We also had people on our rabbit watch parties. We had some people watching online and some people with us in person and it was just so much fun. 
like I said, there is nothing like watching queer content with queer people. Yeah. So that was It's also the most ridiculous movie ever. It's so, so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And it was Sammy's first time watching it. So everyone else who had already seen it was just like, what's Sammy, what's Sammy going to do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the dance sequence. Yes. Unreal. Everything. Just everything. But yeah, also watch out for that because we are going to be releasing a Les Essentials for the favorite. <laughs> Soon enough. Which is also going to be ridiculous. So there you go. We also picked one of our favorite panel moments because we couldn't. It's so hard to narrow it down when there's so many panels. So for me, when they announced that Amber Benson was going to be at Klexicon, that was a big day for myself and for Lee. (laughs) I was a late Buffy adopter. However... I was a hardcore Buffy adopter, and Amber Benson was a huge part of why I loved Buffy. So when we were at the Amber Benson panel, I also have to give a shout-out. have to give a shout-out to April, who does most of the videos, all those compilations that you see before the panel. So it's like a compilation. Intro Intro videos. And (laughs) she did such a great job with the Buffy one that I was really crying like you, you were not the only one ellie sobbing. there were a lot of tears in that room sobbing before amber benson even came out on stage uh there's just something about the sweetness of their relationship the impact that it had because they really were one of the first portrayals and long-term relationship portrayals of a queer couple on tv and it just yeah. gave me goosebumps And yeah, so I just wanted to give a big shout out to April, big shout out to Amber Benson for being such, just such an amazing human being and really understanding the impact that that role had on our community. So that was one of my favorite panel moments. Yeah, it was a lot there. The tears, the she walked out, Amber walked out to a full room standing ovation. I mean, it was there was just a lot going on. Yes. Also a more lighthearted moment. Lee, who always has to ask a question when they ask for the Q&As, <laughs> which I was literally... I questions! Okay? I was literally about to say Q and gays. <laughs> um, <laughs> Lee goes up to ask a question and asked what... Uh, <laughs> I asked one of her favorite memories on set filming with uh, Alison Hannigan. And she literally told us that she slipped her the tongue. <laughs> It's the best story ever. Um, You can find it. There's videos. Plenty of people have posted it. It's possibly the best response to a question I've ever Ever. gotten in my life. Ask the hard-hitting questions, Lee. Um, I also have to shout out one of my favorite panel moments, which was during the One Day at a Time panel. So One Day at a Time panel, uh, Sheridan Pierce was in the middle of the answer, uh, answering some question, and Brent Miller's phone starts ringing. And... He, I mean, obviously had had some idea that this might happen. They had a a cable ready to go for him to plug his phone into the sound system, answers his phone, and it is Rita Moreno calling in from the set of Jane the Virgin in the middle of filming their finale uh, to just call in times to their panel and say hello and, you know, thank everyone for their support. My favorite part was that she literally had no clue why she was calling. No, none at all. (laughs) I think he literally just said like, hey, we're going to be doing this panel at this thing at this time if you happen to be free 
and can call in, that would be great. Yeah, she's uh, like, what's going on here? We're like, Rita Moreno, yeah. you are literally calling a lesbian convention right now. It was the best thing ever, and she is just the greatest. She's Rita Moreno. I mean, she's um, She amazing. also called Isabella a gay-ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, little gay bitch? What did you call her? Something like that. Something along those lines. Yeah. Something about a gay bitch. Uh, yes. She's salty. That she Rita. is, but honestly, lot. I love it. Um, yeah, that was just great. So she basically called in to tell us all she loves us for having no idea who she was talking to or why. Uh, and yeah, call Isabella a, a little gay bitch. And it was great. It was so, so good. There you go. I just thought that was fantastic. Um, and we love you, Rita Moreno. Yep. So to conclude, Clexicon should have been gay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry Clexicon <laughs> uh, was pretty gay i know i'm just kidding totally i just i don't know gay. why i felt like i needed to wrap it up uh, <laughs> <laughs> well i think to wrap it up we can say um we had a great time we had a lot of fun uh and we hope to be back next year we hope to see some of you next year again uh, and we are certainly, certainly going to be keeping an eye out for, you know, news on changes to the convention and how they plan to address some of the things that have been brought up this year that I that I think are very valid and that we are also trying to remain aware of ourselves. So that being said, we did just, you know, it's impossible for us to overstate how much we love going to see and meet and hear from and take pictures with and hang out. Let's hang out with all of you. Yes. Uh, so we hope to do that again very soon. Let me hear you say hip, 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 yeah. We love hearing from you and building our community, so we want to shout out some of our favorite things each episode. And speaking of building community, we are so excited. I want to thank everyone who volunteered to lead our Les Hangouts. We can't do these. We can't. We literally cannot be in multiple cities at one time. <laughs> we are not Santa. We don't have that kind of budget. Come on. <laughs> Come on. But one day we might. Who knows? Who knows? But seriously, it always amazes me. I know how much I love this community. And then the next day I love everyone even more. So I just want to say a huge thank you to everyone who volunteered to lead those hangouts. And I can't wait to see how everything turns out. We also, as always, want to thank our top tier Lesbian Jesus patrons, Amy and Ellen, Kayla Kelly, Lizette Stye, Tanya Ferguson, Jess Klaus, Danny Griswold, Michelle Ray Thomas, Sarah and Julia, Nicole Gross, and Mark Foster. Thank you all so much. We said it before, but we're going to say it again. The reason that we were able to make it to Clexicon this year is because of our Patreon support. So it means so, so much to us, and it's what lets us do things like this and the live shows and just so many things that we could not even have dreamed of when we started this teeny tiny little podcast. So amazing. We are two more patrons away from 80 patrons also, Lee. Things are getting mm -hmm. crazy. It's We're so close. And remember, you can also find us on all the social medias at Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Les Hangout Pod. You can email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com. Or check out our website at leshangoutpod.com. Make sure that you subscribe on whatever app you use to listen to podcasts so that you get new episodes as soon as they're out. We're also posting every other Thursday on our YouTube channel this season, so make sure you subscribe at youtube.com slash leshangoutpod. If you want to help support the podcast, there are 
a bunch of different ways that you can do that. One of them, go on iTunes, leave us a rating, leave us a review. It really, really helps new people find the podcast, which makes a huge difference for us. And have I mentioned Patreon? Do I I talk about that? Did you know we have a Patreon? Did you know? (laughs) Were you aware? Well, now you do. We have a Patreon. (laughs) Patreon is a place where you can help us every month by pledging a certain amount and you get special access to the podcast, blooper reels, behind the scene videos of some of our interviews, and come to watch parties like the favorite watch party. We do so many things. I love it. (laughs) We're amazing. You can do that. At bit.ly slash lespatreon. We only need two more of you to get to 80. Let's do it. You can also buy merch. If you want to be like Bailey and show up and be twinsies with us in your Rainbow Les shirt, you can get one of those or any of our other designs at our Tee Public store, and you can find that at bit.ly slash lesshop. And if you want to find us individually, you can find me at Ellie Brigida on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at LSH Foster. And with that, I'm Lee. And I'm Ellie. And And let's let's hang hang out again soon. Let's hang out.